You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey everyone, Ellie here for the final time in 2023, wishing you a very happy Friday. I guess I'll get the sappy stuff out of the way first. Thank you. Uh, Really, thank you to everybody who listens to this podcast, who reads the online newsletter. It's such a pleasure and a privilege to do this every week. I love doing it. I work hard and, you know, I run into people uh, from time to time and the best thing people say, sometimes people recognize me from CNN, which is great, but the best thing is when people say, I listen to your podcast or I I read your column because that's really sort of a deep dive. It's 10 minutes, I guess, every Friday morning that we essentially spend together. I, I just appreciate that so much. I love hearing from all of you. Okay, I promised uh, we'll do the sappy stuff up front. Got that out of the way. But seriously, thank you uh, to all of you who listen and wishing you a wonderful 2024. Now, we're going to have some fun today. I've put together a quiz for all of you, and this is sort of in two parts. First, you can take it along with the actual normal episode. And then I'm going to bring in a special guest. It's my son. He's a freshman in college. And we'll see how he does. And you can see whether you beat him or not. That's going to be part two. Uh, I hope you've been, I really have no idea what he's going to score. It could be anywhere from, well, he's not going to get a perfect score, but uh, I guess we'll see. Okay. Anyway, here we go. As always, please send me your thoughts, questions, comments to letters at cafe.com. It's been a wild, ridiculous, consequential year in legal news. So let's have some fun. We deserve it. To celebrate the end of 2023, I present to you now seven trivia questions about legal news stories from the year that was. If you score above, let's say, a five, you're, I don't know, a certifiable genius, and you might be paying a bit too much attention to the news, no offense. Anything below three and you fail. And yes, this does go on your permanent record. Here we go. Question one. On which two items that I'll say below, this is multiple choice, on which two of these did George Santos not spend his campaign donors' money? So he spent it on all but two of the following. A, Botox. B, a pet lemur. C, OnlyFans. Look it up if you must, but only if you're over 18. D, rent. E, clothing from Hermes. And F, Gambling on the WNBA playoffs. The answer, of course, is B, a pet lemur, and F, gambling on the WNBA playoffs. Sadly, hey, there's still time, though. Okay, question two. The same George Santos made history of sorts in 2023 when he achieved the rare distinction of getting thrown out of Congress pursuant to Article 1 of the U.S. Constitution. This is a legal column purportedly, so that's my hook. Now, since the end of the Civil War, how many other people have been expelled from the House? 
And your answer is two. First, there's James Traficant of Ohio, who some might remember from his 2002 expulsion following a federal conviction for racketeering, bribery, and other offenses. And then there's a personal podcast favorite, Michael Ozzie Myers from Pennsylvania. I've told you this story before, but heck, it's Christmas time, so gather round. Myers first got busted when he took bribes from an undercover FBI agent during the infamous ab-scam sting in the late 1970s. He was convicted of bribery, and then he got thrown out of the house in 1980. Oh, but our tale does not end there, good friends. Fast forward four decades to 2020, when Myers, then 77 years old and still at it, got charged again, this time for bribery and stuffing ballot boxes in favor of fellow Democratic candidates for office in the Philly area. In 2022... Last year, Myers took a guilty plea and he now resides in federal custody. So let's end on a happy note. Myers, now 80, is slated for release on July 11th of this year, 2024. And by the way, if you guessed five, you get half credit. There were actually an additional three representatives who were tossed out in 1862 before the end of the Civil War for supporting the Confederacy. Okay, question three. On which one of the following did Hunter Biden not spend money that he received from foreign corporations, according to the Justice Department's tax fraud indictment? Hey, you like the Santos question? Fair's fair. Okay, so again, I'm going to list five things. Four of them are things that Hunter Biden did spend money on. One is something I made up. A, oh, and by the way, there's specific amounts here. A, health, beauty, and pharmacy, $237,496. B, various women, that's in quotes. $683,202. C, 2,000 copies of his own book, Beautiful Things, at a cost of $58,284. D, phone and utilities, $118,440. And E, again in quotes, adult entertainment, as distinct apparently from various women, $188,960. Which one's fake? Your answer... C, the 2,000 copies of his own book. DOJ does, however, use Biden's memoir against him in the indictment, quoting several incriminating stories to prove that during the years when he took substantial tax deductions for business expenses, he actually was, well, let's just say he was decidedly not doing any actual business. (laughs) Question four. The House of Representatives, back to them, set a record of sorts with three members being formally censured in 2023, the most ever in one year. I'm going to read you five names from what we'll call column A, and then I'm going to read you five offenses in what we'll call column B. I made up two fake ones for each column, but matched the actual representative with what they actually got censured for. Okay, the representatives are A, Rashida Tlaib, B, Jefferson Sturgeon, C, Adam Schiff, D, Jamal Bowman, and E, Melinda Sykes. Okay, here's the five offenses. A, pulling the house fire alarm to prevent a vote. B, statements regarding the Israel-Hamas war. C, stealing Ben and Jerry's peace pops from the house cafeteria kitchen freezer. D, flipping the bird to the house sergeant at arms. And E, accusing Trump of colluding with Russia in 2016. The answers... And I'll bet you got this. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, of course, is a real representative. She made statements about the war. Adam Schiff, of course, is a real representative. He made statements about Russian collusion. And Jamal Bowman is the third real member of Congress who actually did pull the fire alarm. I guess that one kind of sounds made up, but he did pull a fire alarm to prevent a vote that he did not want to happen. Fun fact, 
I was the one who actually did the two extra offenses here when I was a teenager. I did flip off an angry lunchroom monitor when I was in eighth grade and I got detention for it. Not great. But I stand by the Peace Pops incident. I was 15 years old. I was working 12-hour days in an industrial kitchen and the head chef was siphoning the operating budget to buy luxury confections for his own private consumption. My fellow pot washers and I, those were our official job titles, capital P in pot washers, please. We were actually doing a Robin Hood-like public service by taking his peace pops and eating them for ourselves. I do it again. Cherry Garcia for me. Thank you. Question number five. Donald Trump faces 91 criminal counts spread across four indictments. But which of the four Trump indictments contains the fewest counts? And your answer, Jack Smith's federal election subversion indictment with just four counts, which may soon be whittled to two as we discussed on a recent episode. Smith's other indictment relating to classified documents at Mar-a-Lago includes 40 counts against Donald Trump. The Manhattan DA charges Trump in 34 counts, while the Fulton County DA lodged 13 counts. Admittedly, I'm using this one as a bit of a soapbox. May I politely suggest, as we head into 2024, that we all agree to drop the old refrain, oh, 91 counts, that's so many, he's going down. Trump might indeed be going down, we'll see, but the number of counts has nothing to do with it. Prosecutors have wide latitude to decide how to charge a case and how finely to subdivide conduct into separate counts. Any of the four indictments could have been reduced to one count if phrased as a broad conspiracy, or who knows, 80. As the best indicator of the irrelevance of count tallies, consider that the most important case, I think we'd all agree, the federal election subversion case, that one has the fewest counts by far. Heck, Trump is charged with nearly 10 times more counts in the Manhattan DA's hush money case. It's not the 91 counts that matters. I know it's a sort of sensationalistic way to phrase it. It's the four indictments that matters. Sermon concluded. Thank you for your indulgence. Question six. According to the Justice Department's indictment of my U.S. Senator Robert Menendez, he and his wife took which four items as bribery payments in exchange for official action? So there's six below. Four of them are real. Two of them I made up. I really got to indulge my creative side here. Okay. A, a Mercedes-Benz C300 convertible. B, Luxury box tickets for a Bon Jovi concert at MetLife Stadium. C, over $100,000 worth of gold bars. D, over $480,000 in cash, some containing the DNA of the bribe giver, some wrapped in a jacket bearing the senator's name. E, over $6,000 worth of high-end imported cold cuts. And F, luxury home furnishings. The answer, everything is real except for the Bon Jovi tickets and the deli meats. But I felt like they were pretty believable. You know, I'm a Jersey kid. I get the culture here. Okay, finally, question seven. In 2023, Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson completed her first full term as a justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. In important respect, she is a historic trailblazer, the first black woman on the Supreme Court. In others, Justice Jackson is decidedly not a trailblazer as she became the eighth of the nine current justices who graduated from either Harvard or Yale law schools. Who is the one outlier and where did that justice go to law school? The answer is Justice Amy Coney Barrett, a graduate of Notre Dame Law School. You can take half credit if you just got Amy Coney Barrett without the actual law school. 
Needless to say, this sent me down a rabbit hole. Harvard and Yale dominate historically to an astonishing degree, with Columbia a distant third. The top public law school appears to be Michigan with three justices. Go blue, I guess, for our Michigan listeners out there. Are you allowed to say that if you didn't go there? Anyway, I said it. Two justices went to something called the Cumberland School of Law, which is part of Samford University, the same number produced by similar-sounding, higherfalutin Stanford Law School. Those are two different things, Samford and Stanford, but to each. A grand total of one justice went to mega-prestigious UPenn, University of Chicago, Duke, Georgetown, and Cornell combined. Amy Coney Barrett is the first Notre Dame grad putting the Irish on the list with other single justice schools, including New York Law School. That's not NYU. That's New York Law School. NYU is about a mile away and much higher on the rankings, but NYU has zero. So good for you, New York Law School. Century College, maybe it's pronounced Center College, but it's spelled C-E-N-T-R-E, which is a law school in Kentucky. Transylvania University School of Law. I'm not being silly here. Justice John Marshall Harlan graduated from this Kentucky school in 1850. And Howard Law School, the great Thurgood Marshall. Not bad if you only get one. Hope you enjoyed all that. It was fun to put together as are all these columns, serious or goofy or somewhere in between. And again, as we head into 2024, I do want to thank all of you for reading and listening every Friday this year. Like I said, I work hard on these pieces and it's a true privilege to share them with you and hear your responses. Wishing you health and happiness in 2024. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay informed. And now, we'll take a little break and here comes my son. We will see if you are smarter than a college freshman. Hang on. Okay, well, we're now, as a little bonus year-end, we are going to welcome to the podcast a guest. You've actually been on the podcast before. Do you remember? Have I? I had you read a little Q&A something or other. I oh, think I was yeah, doing that brings cross-examination. Uh, this is my son, Aaron. He is, you are 18. Correct. Do you consent to this as an 18-year-old? Yes. Okay, you're able to consent for yourself. <laughs> I'm not being held under <laughs> against my will to be on my dad's podcast. Okay, good. Uh, you are a freshman. I don't know if we should say your college's name. We can. Do you want to or not? I don't want to embarrass the school. Really. Well, now that you've introduced it, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, sure, go for it. He goes to the University of Chicago, uh, like his mother. So hopefully you will do your school proud. So we're going to have you take a quiz. I put together a quiz for the listeners. It's got seven questions on it. It all has to do with legal stuff that's been in the news this past year. So let me ask you before we dig in, how closely would you say you followed the legal news this year? And I get this year covered your end of your senior year of high school, your summer working and now your first year. So you got a lot going on, but like how close have you followed legal news? Um, well, you know, it's in the family a little bit, <laughs> but, um, other than that, I wouldn't say I followed it very closely. Um, okay. Yeah. Very right. loosely. Well, some of this is just based on common sense. So I don't know if that's good or bad for you. We'll okay. see. Um, I printed out the questions because some okay. of them are multiple choice. Gotcha. So you can sort of follow along. Okay. Great. Don't, don't read ahead of me though. All right. Okay. So question one. Okay. Do you know who George Santos is, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Of who is he? Uh, he's that guy from uh, Congress. He's a congressman yeah. who basically turned out to be a total fraud. Yeah, you got right? it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, on which of these two items did George Santos not spend his campaign donors' <clears throat> money? Right. So, th there's one, two, three, four, five, six items here. I made up two of them. All right. Okay. I'm gonna read them. A. Botox. <laughs> B. A pet lemur. C. OnlyFans. 
Do you know what that is? Don't um, answer. Don't answer. No. D, D, rent. E, clothing from Hermes. Notice I say it properly. And then F, gambling on the WNBA playoffs. Which two, Aaron, do you think are made up? All right. I, I remember seeing OnlyFans. Okay. So I know that one's real. Okay. I can cross cross that one off. Mm-hmm. Um. His face does look pretty plastic surgery. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and knock off Botox. Right. A pet lemur is just absolutely ridiculous, but it's to the point that maybe it might be a legitimate answer. So I'm going to hold off on that one. Rent. I feel like that's so obvious. I- I'm going to cross off rent. Okay. I feel like there's no way he gambled on the WNBA <laughs> playoffs. I Maybe I'd sound like... I- I'm going to go pet lemur and... WNBA playoffs. You got it. Yes. All right. Nice. I part of this, by the way, is just because you know my brain, I think. But I'm glad you struggled with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A pet lemur. I I felt good that that one made you think a little bit. Um, Okay. I mean, it's just so wild that like... uh, What even is a lemur? uh, It's like those things from Madagascar. It's like they're kind of like monkeys. No, they're more like, like... you ever watched the Madagascar movie? Yeah, with you, like a thousand. Yeah, times. yeah. I, I think they're the. It's like the. Oh, um, it's, okay. It's, the, it's when they go to the, Yeah, it's like All the right. guy who's like, I like to move it. Move it that's him. It wouldn't shock me if he if he actually had a pet lemur at some point. But yeah, he's, he's a yeah. little eccentric. Yeah, Gambling is sort of not really doesn't really seem like his thing. Yeah. So, uh, okay. On to question two. So you're one for one. Good job. Uh, same George Santos. He made history Great. in 2023. He be, he achieved the rare distinction of getting thrown out of Congress. Under Article 1 of the Constitution, he was expelled. It takes a two-thirds vote oh to throw someone out. Okay, since the end of the Civil War, how many other people have been thrown out of the House? Expelled. Not resigned, Ooh. thrown out. Oh, jeez. I mean, whew. well, there was, you know, there was that caning that happened. I don't know if that was the House. Ha- <laughs> the, the ha- you know, oh, you know okay, the caning. The one guy caned. Yeah, yeah I, you're right. I but that might have been pre-Civil War, might have been the House. So, yeah. um, how many people have been expelled from the House? This is not multiple choice. No, this is just you have to guess. Um, it's a single digit number. I'll tell you that. Okay. All right. Is that actually? I won't ask if that includes zero because that might be another hit. But um, single digit number. You got to guess but, here. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go two. <laughs> you got it. Hey. <laughs> All right. Do you know who? Yeah. So there was a guy in 2002 from Ohio, just standard like bribery stuff, named George Trafficking. Okay, but here. I'm going to give you the story of this guy, and you have to tell me what area of the country he represented, okay? okay? So there was this guy who got busted in the 70s. There was this thing called Abscam, where, like, FBI agents dressed up like foreign, I think, like, Middle Eastern people and were giving bribes. And this guy took bribes from undercover FBI agents. Okay. He got convicted of bribe or taking and whatever, and he uh, got thrown out of the house in 1980 after he'd been convicted. Wow. But here's the kicker. He then... Four decades later, in 2020, he gets in trouble for bribery again and for stuffing ballot boxes. I'll tell you, he was a Democrat. With Democratic votes, he gets indicted again. He gets convicted again when he's 77 years old. And right now, he's in prison, serving out his sentence. He's 80, and he gets out in July of this year. And another hint that I will tell you towards thinking about where this guy's from is people from this district take an odd pride in the fact that he represented their district. So given what I've told you, knowing what you know about the United States, where would you guess this guy was from? Where did he represent? I don't even. um, Brooklyn? You're close. Okay. 
Philly. Oh, all right. It's a very right, Philly story, right? right? Okay. Yeah, his name was Michael Myers. Michael. Okay. His, for some reason, his nickname was Ozzy. There was also gotcha. three Confederates during uh, before before the end of the Civil okay. War. Right. So five total, but two since the end of the Civil War. Okay, right. good. You're two for two. Uh, question three, similar type question. <laughs> so Hunter Biden got indicted recently for tax fraud, right? Yeah. Uh, and the indictment lays out a bunch of things that he spent money on, and I gave you the exact amounts there. Uh, but one of them I made up. So again, uh, okay. A, health, beauty, and pharmacy, $237,000. I'm not going to read the exact amounts. B, various women, in quotes, $683,000. C, 2,000 copies of his own book, Beautiful Things, $58,000. D, phone and utilities, $118,000. And E, again, in quotes, adult entertainment, which apparently is different from various women. <laughs> which one did I make up there? The fact that Various women and adult entertainment are both there. Really, I'm gonna go with various women. No, what? <laughs> various? He actually it breaks that? out various women separately from adult entertainment. <laughs> it, the one I made up is C. Two thousand copies of his own book. Okay. That right. wouldn't seem to be the most plausible one, actually. <laughs> that he would spend it on. Yeah. Actually, you're right. It is like a thing. Like Donald Trump Jr. I think bought like 10,000 copies of his own book to make it on the bestseller list. And what they'll drop like a, like an asterisk next to you if you yeah. do that. So anyway, I tried it. Didn't work. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't buy any of my own book. Okay. Question number four. The House of Representatives set a record, again, back to the House of sorts. So three of their members were formally censured in 2023, the most ever in one year. Censures like, you know, shame on you. You yeah, did bad. Sure, but, right. You know, you're not going to kick the guy out. Um, so match, and you have this in front of you, the rep from column A with the offense in column B. So I made up two reps. The two of those names are oh fake boy. and I made up two offenses and I'm going to give you a hint. Well, I'm going to give you a hint about the offenses. The two that I made up were things that I actually did when I was a teenager. Okay. So okay. let me just read down the names of the reps. Rashida Tlaib, Jefferson Sturgeon, Adam Schiff, Jamal Bowman, and Melinda Sykes. The offenses were pulling the house fire alarm to prevent a vote. Statements regarding the Israel-Hamas war, stealing Ben and Jerry's peace pops from the House cafeteria kitchen freezer, flipping the bird to the House sergeant at arms, and accusing Trump of colluding with Russia in 2016. I guess I sort of gave away the offenses because a couple of those right. things had not happened. Yeah, I don't think you would you would be making statements regarding the Israel-Hamas war that has not yet happened yet <laughs> in the 90s. Uh, in the 90s. So, I'm all right. If you need a pen, I just handed okay. you a pen to help. Yeah, you. no, this is helpful. Okay. Um, all right. So, okay. Who do you think? To, give me the first one you think is real. Like offenses or people? People. Oh boy. Um, to be honest, I don't know. But I'm gonna. I think. Just I guess. think I've heard the name Rashida. How do you pronounce that last Tlaib. name? Talib. Although it is spelled oh, it's, T-L-A-I-B. It's mis- no, okay. you know it's spelled okay. correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, like got you. Different. I feel like I've heard you that gotta, name. You can't click the pen. Right okay, sorry, right, sorry, right. <laughs> um, she. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say she made statements regarding Israel Hamas. You got it. That's one. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know about the next couple people. I feel like I've heard the name Melinda Sykes before. Okay. What do you think she did? I I think she flipped the bird. Melinda Sykes is a name I made up. Oh, crap. And I Googled her, and <laughs> apparently there's a doctor out there named Melinda okay. Sykes. Sorry, Dr. Sykes. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that means that two of these next three people are real. Right. Right. So, so my odds are And then good. again, you're, we're down to Jefferson Sturgeon, Adam Schiff, and Jamal Bowman. I feel like Jefferson Sturgeon, the the in in is like I feel like that's unreal. I don't know. I I don't believe it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Jamal Bowman as real. Eh, 
That statement made me want to read. I'm going to go Adam Schiff, actually. As real or fake? Real, real. Okay. What do you think? Adam, Adam Schiff, Schiff is real. And he he pulled the house fire alarm. <laughs> all right. You're all screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Schiff is, boy, Adam Schiff and Jamal Bowman would be really insulted if they heard this. They're both real. Okay. Yeah. They're, uh, they're both fairly high profile. Jefferson Sturgeon, I made up. I'm proud of that. That's a ridiculous name. It is a ridiculous name. Um, but it's kind of cool. Um, Adam Schiff was one of the guys who was leading the investigation of Trump on Russia and the accusation was he overstated the connection. Jamal Bowman actually pulled a fire alarm. He's a rep from New York. Oh. He was trying to prevent a vote. Gosh, okay, I'm embarrassed to say this. I forget exactly what it was. It was a month or two ago, but he didn't want a vote to go through on something, so he pulled the fire alarm, and he actually pled guilty to a misdemeanor for that. Oh, wow. Um, so there you go, the year in Congress. Okay, so you are, did you get number three? No, I No, so are you two out of four so far? I said Adam Schiff pulled the fire alarm. Right, but... Uh, sorry, Congressman Schiff and Bowman, you are both real. Okay, question number five. Donald Trump, you've probably heard this, faces 91 criminal counts spread over four different indictments. And by the way, please, Aaron, do not ever say he has 91 indictments. I keep hearing people say that. That is incorrect. Yeah, gotcha. He has four indictments. The total is 91 counts. Which of the four Trump indictments contains the fewest counts? And to help you, I, I just right. put a quick sort sure. of summary of what the four sure. were. There's the, the federal one for... 2020 election in January 6th, the federal one for classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, the New York state one for hush money payments to the porn star, mm -hmm. and then the state of Georgia case yeah. involving election interference. Which one do you think has the fewest counts? Oof. Um, you have one in four shot here. Right. I feel like the January 6th one, both of the January 6th ones, I feel like they're not as... Um, they're not as cut and dry as the New York State hush money. I feel like mm -hmm. it was kind of a string of events that he kind of balked at. Okay. So would that mean for that reason, he's, I feel like it would be more because there okay. would be more opportunities right. to to not do wrong. I guess. Right. So would I'm gonna that? yeah okay because because so I'm gonna go New York State hush money because it just feels like the like a simple transaction. Yeah. So you're making my point beautifully, which is the number of counts means nothing. Saying okay. 91 counts is is. Right. Irrelevant. Yeah. It's actually the federal January 6th case, which oh. only has four. Here's the numbers, by the way. Four counts in that one. Okay. The Georgia election interference case has, hold on, I <laughs> sadly have to look here, 13. And the Manhattan DA's case has 34. Oh. And the Mar-a-Lago case has 40. But here's, my point is basically yeah. like, the number of counts just doesn't tell you anything. The most serious one has the fewest counts. And the way they get there is... For example, the hush money case, 34 counts, it's all one thing, but they take each little entry in the books as a separate count, mm -hmm. right? Same thing with Mar-a-Lago. There's 40 counts. They basically take each of the 30-something main documents as a count. So I will spare you another <laughs> round of that. Okay. Uh, good guess and good reasoning, but wrong. Okay. okay. You're two out of five. Number six, uh, another indictment and another what did the guy spend money on? This is just too fun. I couldn't stop there. Okay. Um, do you know the names of our two senators here in New Jersey? Well, there's the guy who got in trouble for the gold bars. So that's, that's Bob Menendez. Yeah, Menendez. That's who you have right now. Corey Booker, about? the other one? Yeah, Cory Booker. Okay. Good job. Okay. Great. Who's our governor? Wait. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Wait, why do I not know this? Hold on. <laughs> He's only been our governor for six or seven years. Um. Oh, my God. Why am I totally blanking? <laughs> do you want to bail? No, I know the guy's name. He's, he's, he was like that rich banker guy. Yeah, yeah, you got um, it. <laughs> why am I totally... Why do I not know his name? 
Who's our governor? Phil Murphy. Phil Murphy, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, here we go. So which of these items, DOJ, as you said, Bob Menendez got in trouble. You already got one of the right. answers okay. for Goldberg. Oh, Goldberg, okay. But what, I, I listed six things here. Four of them okay. are payments or forms of payments that he that he took, according to the indictment, in exchange for official action. Two of them are things I made up. So Mercedes-Benz C300 convertible, <laughs> luxury box tickets to a Bon Jovi concert at MetLife Stadium, where you've been. Uh, over $100,000 worth of solid gold bars. You got that one, so we can yeah. take that one out. Right. Over $480,000 in cash, some containing the DNA of the bride giver and some wrapped in a jacket bearing the senator's name. Next, over $6,000 worth of high-end imported cold cuts and F luxury home furnishing. So which one, which two are made up? You already got one correct. The, uh, the gold bars, of course, is correct. All right. Okay. I, I Just going down the list, this feels like the luxury box tickets for a Bon Jovi concert at MetLife Stadium feels so like over the top New Jersey that it can't be real. So like, did let me guess, did Bruce Springsteen open for Bon Jovi? Like what? Um, that would, first of all, that would never happen. Yeah, I mean, I would be the opposite the other way around. But How yeah, dare. yeah, no, I mean, but like you know, we're, we're listing <laughs> over New Jersey. That one has to be fake. Okay, that one's just goofy. And then cold cuts. How would you even get to $6,000 worth of cold cuts? High end. Hey, I'm going to go cold cuts there. I'm going to go luxury box tickets and cold cuts. You got it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Obviously, this kid knows my dumb sense of humor. <laughs> um, okay, very good. You're back up to three out of six. All right, so this is going to determine whether you get over 500 or not, over 50%. All right, question seven. 2023, Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson completed her first full term as a justice of the U.S. Supreme Court in very important respects. She is a historic trailblazer. She's, of course, the first black woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. In other respects, though, Justice Jackson is decidedly not a trailblazer as she became the eighth of nine current Supreme Court justices who graduated from either Harvard or Yale law schools. Who is the one other justice who did not graduate from Harvard or Yale? I'll name them for you. No, I... Oh, do you think you know this? I think I know most okay, of them. Okay, and, and bonus points if you can name No, I don't, I don't know this question. Well, I just gave some of it away. Where she? Where this oh. justice went to law school. Well, well, you did You did just... Do you I want was, me to name the... Uh, well, I said it's well, one of the women. Do you want me to name the four women? There's Sotomayor, uh-huh. and then... Oh, God. Well, there's two others. Well, the, well, the we already said Justice Brown, Jackson. Right? Yeah, said yeah, Sotomayor, yeah. so two more. Um, that there's. I know what she looks like. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to describe whoever you're thinking of physically. She has like a very like simple name. Like It's very short. Yeah. It's like three... It's like three Amy Coney so Barrett. Long. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, that one, there's right? one more. Oh, she... she oh, the one who went, I, I know it's because she went to Oxford for undergrad. Yeah. And then you she might went be to, right. I don't know who that is, but it's like Elena. Something? Yeah. Elena Kagan. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. Um, so it's one of those. Well, it's not Jackson, as you can tell from the question. Yes. I said she went to Harvard. So it's either Justice Sotomayor, Amy Coney Barrett, or Elena Kagan. Um, I'll go uh, Amy Coney Barrett. You got it. Lucky guess. Boom. Okay. But now you got to guess which school. I got to give you some kind of hint. This school has won college football championships, plural, um, although none in the last 10 years, but they've won, I don't know how many, but over two or three in in their history. So like a history. But not recent. They're not really a powerhouse anymore. Okay. Historic program, but like 10 years, you said? They haven't won in 10, maybe 20. They haven't won recently. Like, okay. I was going to say Miami, but that... Um, yeah, that's the right idea, though. Yeah. Um, you know people... Well, 
I don't know if any of your, none of your friends go there, but you have some of your friends' parents have gone there. Okay. Um, <laughs> give up Penn State. I don't know. Uh, Notre Dame. Okay. Okay. Dame. Got it. Right. Right. That yep. makes sense. So you got four out of seven. Congratulations. You passed. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about that? I feel all right. I feel all right. It's a good accomplishment. So just real quick before we wrap up, what do you think are the chances you want to go to law school? You're three years away from that now. I'd say my chances are pretty high. Well, not your chances, but like, do you want to? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I would want to. Okay. Yeah. Future That's lawyer. Right. All right. Yeah. I like it. Um, do you have any idea what, what kind of law you'd want to practice? Right. You kind of have no choice. I, mean, yeah. I feel bad for you because like <laughs> your mom and I are both lawyers and it's like we're both prosecutors. It's, yeah. I don't know. You'll be a good lawyer someday, you know. They've been saying that about you since you were in first grade. But I think it's just a nice way of saying he's a pain in the ass. Yeah. That <laughs> I was. <laughs> you were voted. And were you not voted teacher's tormentor at the end of your high school? I, I was definitely voted that. You were voted teacher's tormentor, mm-hmm. class clown, and... Best dancer. Best dancer. That's right. That's a hell of a, a trio to pull off. All right, kiddo. Thanks for joining. It was fun. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Good job. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. That was my son. Obviously, we did not rehearse any of that. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great New Year. Stay safe. Stay informed. See you in 2024.